0: Okay, family, so you guys know that we are in the feast times and I've already started in the book of Ezra. So I'm going to continue in the book of Ezra. But before we get into Ezra chapter five, I want to give you a little bit of the backstory of Ezra. Just a little information, okay, for some of you who've never heard of Ezra before. This is an apocryphal book for some. Some people have had Ezra all their lives, right? But how's about Ezra the Nehemiahhu? I have that translation and I'm going to be sharing it with you shortly. Okay, family. So here we go. We're back. And like I said, please download the Anchor FM app or go on anchor.fm. Look up. I have something to say in spirit and in truth and like it. Come on. Show your system love. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Now, introduction to Ezra intro one. In the Hebrew Bible, the books of Ezra and Nehemiah formed a single scroll or book. They were also kept together as a single book in the great Septuagint Bible. But were separated in two books in the Latin Vulgate Bible, and similarly kept separate in the KJV. In the Hebrew Bible, the book of Ezra Nehemiah is the next to last book, which is not unexpected since it is one of the latest books to be written. Importantly, these books of Ezra and Nehemiah are the only narrative record of the post-exile rebuilding era in Jerusalem, and in I'm sorry, and the Yehudin, region or the Judean region that is included in the Hebrew Bible. The first six chapters of Ezra relate the return of the groups of Judeans from their exile in Babylonia, freed by official decree by Cyrus the Great, the Persian conqueror of Babylonia, The decree even allows the initial returnees to take with them the sacred temple vessels that Nebuchadnezzar had taken as booty when the Babylonian forces had looted and destroyed Jerusalem. The official decree also authorized the rebuilding, I'm sorry, also authorized rebuilding by the returnees. And these chapters describe the rebuilding of the altar and I'm sorry of the altar on the ruined site of the old temple and the first sacrifices offered there the section from 4.7 to 6.18 of Ezra is written in Aramaic so family pay attention that it was not written in Hebrew a lot of people okay, are under the misconception that all of us we're running around speaking Hebrew when in fact Mashiach himself went on the stake okay before he gave up his last breath with the words that he spoke he spoke in Aramaic okay hallelujah so here we go um again the section from 4.7 to 6.18 of Ezra is written in Aramaic at the time the official and diplomatic language of the Persian Empire. So this is why. And, and that's funny because Yahusha needed to get a message to his own, to his chosen. Right. And so he wanted to show a differentiation. Right. He spoke. Aramaic. He could have spoke Hebrew right there. He could have spoke ivory. Okay. But he spoke in Aramaic. I wonder why. Let's go. Aramaic is used. Here, because citation of these official documents in their original language instead of in Hebrew translation is more authoritative. So the Aramaic dialect showed a more authority than that Hebrew dialect. The narrative reveals that construction work on the rebuilding of the temple is repeatedly delayed by political and social problems. And at one point, work grinds to a halt until a new Persian king, King Darius I, 520, and he reigned from 522 BC to 486 BC okay and it really should be like bm or by because we do understand that this is before messiah or before yahusha okay but you see who was in power at that time okay christendom was like a kingdom itself okay that's why they call it christendom okay so anyway they you know they were um the majority rulers, so they wanted to call Mashiach Christ to fool people and to trick people, and that's going to be a whole nother teaching, family, but they were Christians way before Yahushua Hamashiach was born. The worshippers of the deity Serapis were called Christianos, meaning anointed one, alright? So I, I, I'm becoming increasingly more and more offended when I hear people Call my brother, my savior, my kinsman redeemer, my teacher, my master, the king of kings, J.C. It bothers me. Okay, so anyway, so here we go. So until another Persian king takes the throne was King Darius, okay, and orders the work to resume. The completion and dedication of the rebuilt temple in the year... 5:15 BC is described in chapter 6. Chapter 7 tells of the arrival of Ezra, a priest and learned Torah scholar, also called a scribe, okay? In the KJV version of the Bible, he's called a scribe. But we know that he's a Torah scholar who has royal or uh, I'm sorry, who has royal Authorization to restore authentic worship in Yerushalayim and to instruct the people there in Torah in such ways that will preserve and purify Israel's true spiritual heritage. The most controversial aspect of Ezra's renewal program is the ban he imposes on marriage to non-Jewish persons. <laughs> or non-Israelite people, okay? That Jewish, I have a problem with it. That It reminds me of like when you're saying, you know, I'm coming to dinner around seven o'clock. So you'd be like, I'll be there mm, seven-ish, okay? So it just bothers me just a bit, especially to know that the people who uh, receive the recognition for these times and for the the, for the temples and for the feasts are not the right people it bothers me so anyway I'm going to read that little piece again the most controversial aspect of Ezra's renewal program is that is the ban he imposes on marriage to non-Jewish persons and that's covered in chapters 9 through 10 so here's the outline we have three bullets here first bullet the first Jewish exiles return to Judea from Babylonia. Second bullet, rebuilding the altar and the temple. Third and final bullet, Ezra returns and begins a renewal program. Chapter seven one through ten forty four. Alright, so guys. I'm going to be taking you guys through a journey as we have already been through chapters one, two, three, and four. We are now in chapter five of Ezra Nehemiah, who, because in the Sefer, they did not split the books. OK, hallelujah. And before we get into um, Ezra, chapter five. Verse one. I'm gonna have my daughter actually read Haggai one one. Are you ready to read Ajere victory? Yes. All right. And actually, baby girl, I want you to read verses one and two of Haggai chapter one.
1: Okay. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, came the word of Yah by Haggai. The prophet unto Zerub, Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to to Joshua, the son of Yosseh, <laughs> mm-hmm. is good?
0: How's the that? high
1: priest, saying, Thus speaketh the Lord, oh. Yahuwah, or Yah, of hosts, saying, This people say. The time is not come, the time that Yah's house should be built.
0: Hallelujah. And now we're going to go over to uh, Zechariah 1. Okay, are you ready to read Zechariah
1: 1-1? Yes.
0: Hallelujah. Let's get to it. And family, um, tonight we are reading from the KJAAE, that is the King James Apocrypha's Okay, the King James edition with Apocryphas. Hallelujah. So, okay, no, that's Zephaniah. Here we go, Zechariah. One.
1: One. In the eighth month, in the second year of Darius, came the word of Yah unto Zechariah, the son of Barakai, Baruch. Barakai, Barakai, the son of Ido,
0: mm-hmm.
1: The prophet saying, Yah hath been sore displeased with your fathers. Keep going. Verse 3. Therefore, say thou unto them, Thus saith Yah of hosts, turn ye unto me. Saith Yah of hosts, and I will turn unto you. Saith the... Yeah.
0: Okay. So hold on. Whenever you see here, Lord of Hosts, right? That's Yahuwah Tzavah, and that is how I want you to say, it, or Yahuwah Zabaoth. Yahuwah Zabaoth. Mm-hmm.
1: Be, uh, um, be. Verse ye, four. Be ye not as your fathers, unto whom the former prophets have cried, saying, the, saying, thus saith.
0: Yahuwah, Tizvah.
1: Yahuwah, Tizvah. Turn ye now from your evil ways and from your evil doings. But they did not hear nor hearken unto me. Saith, yeah, your fathers were our...
0: That's it. I wanted you to stop there at verse 4. Thank you. So I'm going to read that again for you guys. And what the prophet says is, in Zechariah chapter 1, verse 4, Be ye not as your fathers unto whom the former prophets have cried, saying, Thus says Yahuwah, thus says Yahuwah tis voth, Turn ye from your evil ways and from your evil doings. But they did not hear nor hearken unto me, saith Yahuwah. Alright guys, so now let's get into this Ezra chapter 5. Ezra Nehem Yahu 5 Then the prophets, Haggai the prophet, and Zechariah the son of Edo, prophesied unto the Yahudim that were in Yehuda and Yerushalayim in the name of the Elohim of Yasharel, even unto them. Then rose up Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatiel, and Yahusha, the son of Yehuzedek, and began to build the house of Elohim, which is in Yerushalayim. And with them were the prophets of Elohim helping them. At that time, Came to them, Tatania, governor on the side of the river. I, I I paused there because I was trying to figure out if that was a name or a place. So that's we we are in uh, verse three. At the same time, came to them, Tatania, governor on the side of on this side of the river. So Tatania was a governor, and Shethar Bosnia. Or, or Shathar Baznai and their companions, and said thus unto them, Who has commanded you to build this house and to make up this wall? Then said we unto them after this manner, What are the names of the men that make this building? But the eye of their Elohim was upon the elders of the Yahudim, that they could not cause them to cease. So the matter came to Darvesh or Darius, and then they returned answer by Sefer concerning this matter. The copy of the Sefer that Tatanai, governor on this side, the river, and Shathar, Basnai, and his companions, the Afkarim. oh boy, here we go, Another one of them C for names, guys. A-P-H-A-R-C-E-K-A-Y-I-Y-M. That is a fair... Keep me. Whatever. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not messing with it. Family, I'm going to the KJV to see if I can make some sense of this name. I will be right back after. A word about my sponsor... Ooh wee! let me try it again uh a par huh, a, par, a Mm-hmm. Alberb. be right back okay guys i'm back so i'm going to be reading uh ezra 5 again and i'm gonna attempt to do it in the kjv a a e um because some of the names are actually um in a, a text that we can understand Okay, um, so basically it's written in a text That we're, we're more accustomed to Or more familiar with Alright, so here we go Ezra 5 Then the prophets Haggai The prophet And Zechariah, the son of Edo Prophesied unto the Jews That were in Judah and Jerusalem In the name of the God of Israel Even unto them Then rose up Zerubbabel The son of Shealtiel and, uh, Jeshua, the son of Joaz, of Joazedek, and began to build the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. And with them were the prophets of Yahuwah helping them, or the prophets of Elohim helping them. At the same time came to them Tatanai, governor on this side, the river, and Shethar Bozni, Shethar Bozni, and their companions. I'm getting nervous, guys, because I don't think the name's that much different. But well, come on, all right. And their companions and said thus unto them, Who have commanded you to build this house, and to make up this wall? Then said he unto them, After this manner, what are the names of the men that make this building? But the eye of their Elohim was upon the elders of the Yahudim, or of the Jews, but we all know that this is the Yahudim family, that they could not cause them to cease till the matter came to Darius. And then they returned answer by letter or by sefer concerning this matter. The copy of the letter that Tapthenai, governor on this side of the river, and Shathar Bosni and his companions, the, here we go, Afar Shesites. Got it! <laughs> which were on this side of the river, sent unto Darius the king. They sent a letter unto him, wherein was written thus, unto Darius the king, all peace be it known unto the king. That we went to the province of Judea, to the house of the great God, which is builded with great stones, and timber is laid in the walls, and this work goeth fast on the I'm sorry, and this work goeth fast on and prospereth in their hands. Then asked we those elders, and said unto them, Thus, who commanded you to build this house and to make up these walls? Verse 10, and we're back in the Sefer. We asked their names also to certify you that we might write the names of the men that were the chief of them. And thus they returned us answer saying, we are the servants of the Elohim of heaven and earth or of the Shamayim and the Aretz." right? And build the house that was built these many years ago, which a great king, of Yasharel built and set up. But after that, our fathers had provoked the Elohim of heaven unto wrath. He gave them into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babel, the Cassidy, who destroyed his house and carried the people away to Babel. But in the first year of Koresh, the king of Babel, the same king, Koresh, made a decree to build the house of Elohim and the vessels also of gold and silver of the house of Elohim, which Nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple that was in Yerushalayim and brought them into the temple of Babel. Those did Koresh, the king, take out of the temple of Babel, and they were delivered unto one whose name was shesh I hope I said it right, shesh whom he had <clears throat> made governor. And he said unto him, Take these vessels, go, carry them into the temple that is in Yerushalayim, and let the house of Elohim be built in his place. Then came the same shesh and laid the foundation of the house of Elohim, which is in Yerushalayim. And since that time, even until now, has it been in building, and yet it is not finished. Now, therefore, if it seemed good to the king, let there be search made in the king's treasure house, which is there at Babel, whether it be so that a decree was made of Koresh the king to build the house of Elohim at Yerushalayim. And let the king send his pleasure to us concerning this matter. So basically, what they doing, they checking receipts, family, okay? They want to see if, in fact, these people have authority to be doing what they're doing. If they have human authority to be rebuilding the house of their Elohim, it would never have gotten this bad had they stayed faithful from the beginning, from the time that Moshe gave us the Torah, had they done what they were supposed to do the way they were supposed to do it, they would not have this problem right here. But so let's see how Elohim deals with them. We're going to be going to chapter six. Let's see if Elohim puts favor in the heart of King Derevesh or King Darius concerning the rebuilding of his temple. And this would be the second temple family. Hallelujah. Then Derevesh the king made a decree, and search was made in the house of the rolls where the treasures were laid up in Babel. And there was found at Achmitha, at Achmitha, in the palace that is in the province of Madai, a roll. Is that a scroll? a roll you know the the paper that they write their decrees on they roll it up and remember we were writing out things on scrolls is this is really going in a roll in the sefer of Ezra vinmiahu chapter 6 verse 2 and we found at Akhmita in the palace that is in the province of the Madai a roll and therein was a record thus written. yeah that's the scroll verse three. In the first year of Koresh, the king, the same Koresh, the king made a decree concerning the house of Elohim at Jerusalem. Let the house be built, the place where they offered sacrifices, and let the foundations thereof be strongly laid. The height thereof, threescore three score cubits, and the breadth thereof, threescore cubits with three rows of great stones and a row of new timber and let the expenses be given out of the king's house favor they did receive hallelujah verse 5 and also let the golden and silver vessels of the house of Elohim which Nebuchadnezzar took forth out of the temple which is at Jerusalem, and brought unto Babel be restored and brought again unto the temple which is at Jerusalem. Everyone to his place, and the place I'm sorry, and place them in the house of Elohim. Now, therefore, Tadaniah, governor, beyond the river Sithar Bosni, and your companions, the who are these people, the Apokarim park and those people (laughs) which are beyond the river be ye far from thence let the work of this house of Elohim alone let the governor of the Yahudim and the elders of the Yahudim build this house of Elohim in his place moreover I make a decree what we shall do to the elders of these Yahudim for the building of this house of the Elohim, I'm sorry, for the building of this house of Elohim, that of the king's goods, even of the tribute beyond the river, forthwith expenses be given unto these men, that they be not hindered. And they which I'm sorry, and they that which they have need of, both young bullocks and rams and lambs, for the ascending smoke offerings of the Elohim of heaven, wheat, salt, wine, and oil, approaching to the appointment of the priests which are at Jerusalem, let it be given them day by day without fail, that they may offer sacrifices of sweet savors unto Elohim of heaven, and pray for the life of the king. And of his sons. Also, I have made a decree that whosoever shall alter this word, let timber be pulled down from his house, and being set up, let him be hanged thereon, and let his house be made a dunghill for this. So, you see how crucial it was to go against the words and the decrees of the king? How much more dangerous is it to go against the very word of Yahweh Elohim hmm verse 12 and Elohim and the Elohim that has caused his name to dwell there destroy all kings and people that shall put that shall put their hand to alter and to destroy this house of Elohim which is at Jerusalem I Deravesh Darius have made a decree let it be done with speed then Tadanai governor on this side of the river Shathar Bosni and their companions according to that which Zaravesh the king had sent so they did speedily and the elders of the Yahudim built and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai, the prophet, and Zechariah, who the son of Edo, and they built and finished it according to the commandment of the Elohim of Yasharel and according to the commandment of Koresh and Derevesh, and Artashasta, Artasha King of Persia. I don't even know why I keep thinking that's Artaxerxes, right, y'all? That's exactly who that is, Artaxerxes. Ooh, those names. Verse fifteen, and this house was finished on the third day of the month Adar, which was in the sixth year of the king of the reign of King Xerxes, the king. Huh. Verse fifteen, and this house was finished on the third day of the month Adar which was the sixth year of the reign of Derevesh the king. And the children of Yasharel, the priests and the Leviim, and the rest of the children of the captivity, kept the dedication of this house of Elohim with joy. Hallelujah. This had to be such a joyous, victorious feast and celebration. They had once again... Please the aloha of their fathers they got favor that even uh, uh, you know the king that had you know once had them in, back, in in captivity okay there was a new king that came in and just gave them favor Koresh they had favor with the king Koresh now they got favor with the king Derevesh and do you know why when you have favor with Yahuwah you will have favor with men when you have favor With Yahuwah, you will prosper as your soul prospers. Verse 17. Wait, I'm going to go back just a little bit. And the rest of the children of the captivity kept the dedication of this house of Elohim with joy. 17 and offered at the dedication of this house of Elohim a hundred bullocks. 200 rams, 400 lambs, and for a sin offering for all Yasharel, 12 he goats, according to the number of the tribes of Yasharel. And they set the priests in their divisions and the Levine, the Levites in their courses for the service of Elohim, which is at Yerushalayim as it is written in the Sefer of Moshe. And the children of the captivity kept the Peshach upon the fourteenth day of the first month. They kept the Passover. For the priests and the Levites were purified together, all of them were pure, and killed the Peshach for all the children of the captivity and for their brethren, the priests, and for themselves. And the children of Yasharel, which were come again out of captivity, and all such as has separated themselves unto them from the filthiness of the heathen of the land to seek Yahuwah Eloah of Yasharel did eat. And kept the feast of Mat- Oh, I don't know this one. Mat- Sha- Oh, matzah, the feast of unleavened bread. Okay, got it. It's spelled here, M-A-T-S, wait, M-A-T-S-T, S-A-H, Matzah, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And this can be found in Ezra chapter 6, verse 22. And they kept the feast of Master seven days with joy. For Yahuwah had made them joyful and turned the heart of the king of Ashur unto them to strengthen their hands in the work of the house of Elohim, the Eloah of Yasharal. Hallelujah. What a glorious turnout. A glorious turnout for those who once again pleased Yahuwah. I pray for the day that we please Yahuwah. Those of the scattering, those of the diaspora, us, Judah, we need to get back to pleasing the Father so that once we, Judah, are in alignment. The rest of the tribes will praise us and follow us in the worship of the Elohim of Yasharel. Family, be encouraged to get it right. We gotta do better. Thanks for listening. Shalom. You gotta pass over the blood. over. You're not welcome. Death, disease, destruction, Satan. You've got to pass over the blood. We place the blood on the doorpost of our nation. Let everyone in the house. Be restored, oh, be restored, please, yeah, we place the blood.